Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with someone I call my real estate entrepreneur. He is Omar Alfaro. How you doing, buddy? Good. What's up, Michael? Thanks for having me. What's up, everybody? Yeah, so you know, you're you're part of my Tuesday experts. You are the man down south. You've run a, a very you want a business really hybrid, right? You can take a lead and do lots of stuff with it. Uh, but I'm going to ask you to focus on your flipping business today, right? Okay. One part of your business. Okay. And I want to talk about evaluating net new inventory, right? Something you want to put on the books. It, you know, when you do a flip today, you probably have to be holding it for six months, right? That's probably your plan, right? Get it, demo, fix up, right. list. It's just all slower, right? You're playing six months of holding costs, probably. For sure. Uh, um. I just got to ask, why the hell would a flipper buy anything today when the when the world's on fire? Uh, do you just do, do you ever just think about something and go, you know what, I'm going to hibernate for 90 days and see where we are January? Or do you still buy, but you just buy better? What What's going on in your business, flipping business? Great, great question. Um, you know, I, I'm sitting here. We we're sitting here going through the numbers, you know, Alyssa and I, and we're like, OK, what are we doing? Like, all right, what's happening here? What's happening there? And yeah, I, I don't want to buy, I don't want to buy a house because I now, or a flip, because I have to wait 90 days before I'm going to accept an FHA rule or FHA financing. Yeah. But am I banking on the VA and conventional? Well, shit, conventional's through the roof, yeah. interest rate. So is the VA. VA, might, you might actually get better rates at VA than you do FHA and, and conventional. Yeah. Yeah. But the pool is so small. So unless I'm, unless the ERV is 300K and I'm buying it for 100K or a buck 50, you know, and I'm way under the median home price. I mean, you know how we were talking about, you want to stay at the median or right under or just a little bit under? No, no, no. You want to be 50 to 80 to 100K under the median for it to move. And, 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 And honestly, I canceled three deals that we were in escrow with that market's changing. And I went to the sellers and I asked them, Hey, you want a price reduction or I want a price reduction to move forward. Um, and if you want to sell great, if not, then I don't need to buy your house because I don't need to. And they're like, no, no, no. So we canceled one of them. This is one thing I'll share just to keep on this track of flipping. Why do we flip right to, to turn our money to make a profit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sellers that um, have a lot of equity, right? But their houses are trashed. Right? You provide a value there. So I changed my house that I was in escrow for 325. I dropped it down to 305. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to buy it still. Um, I want 280, 275 max and it's worth 389, okay? 
I talked to the seller. I said, listen, we can come up to some agreement. And this is where everybody needs to pay attention. I bypassed my 90 day rule. Okay. Because I'm not buying the house. I am fixing that home in this seller's name. Okay. He signed a deed of trust for my profit, for my fix up and an advance of equity that I gave him a deed of trust for six months, no payments, no interest. But in six months, if he decides to say, you know what, Omar, thanks for fixing my house, whatever I'm foreclosing on him. Okay. So deed of trust, I'm not going to record it yet until, you know, I, I need to, and then I will, but it's just for security. If I'm going to give him some money. Right. So we came to the agreement that he's going to be making a little bit more than what he thought. So in essence, kind of like a novation, right? Yeah. But I don't own the house. I can accept an FHA loan. I'm controlling the deal. I'm listing it. I'm fixing it. And I secured a $30,000 profit without owning the real estate. Interesting. And guess what? Why do we flip? The, remove, remove this, remove this equation out of the, out of this uh, process here. And I'm buying the house. I buy it for 300 K. It costs me, you know, $10,000 in closing costs. So I'm in a 310. It costs me a $30,000 down payment. That's 40 grand. I haven't touched the house yet. Mm. I haven't touched the house yet. Then I'm going to touch the house, right? I'm going to yep. throw 35 K in it. Now I'm in at $75,000. And I'm hoping to make all of my money back, but guess what? I can't take an FHA loan. My guys need to be working quick, but they can't because I tell them to lag it a little bit. So it's done by the 90th day. So now I remove that equation out of it. And now I get to take an FHA loan. I control the property. I'm not the owner, but guess what? At the end of it, I'm secured with a $30,000 profit on a $35,000 um, rehab budget and my money back. And I got a $75,000 deed of trust on the property that if mm -hmm. something happens, I record, I secure my money. I'm telling so you that, that the, creativity is the way that's going to win the next couple of years. Right. And it's communication. It's talking to sellers. This is very, this is very much like 1981, 1981 the cost of capital was stupid. No transactions were done, but that's not true. Half the transactions were done in the, the previous years. And it's creativity that's going to win, right? I don't pretend right. to understand all the ins and outs of what you've just done, uh, as far as the paperwork and all of that. But this is what I, what, this is what I hear you telling me. Yeah, you have a seller who's got a fixer. Yeah, they want out. Yeah, uh, one, one of the one of the one of the challenges you have as a flipper is the ninety day rule. Correct. Since you are not changing the ownership, the ninety day rule doesn't apply. Correct. The seller is saying, "Hey." Um, I'm willing to give you 30K of profit if you fix up my place. Right. You're, you're, you've estimated that it's going to cost you 35 grand to do that. You're basically doubling your money roughly. Yeah. Roughly. Uh, and, you, and you have the team to do it and the skill and the experience and, and all of that. So that's- And the listing commission too. Oh, and the listing commission. Look at you. That's right. Add that on the stack. So you are going to double your money. Yeah. Uh, and then what you've done is you've created protection with this deed of trust for some amount that- if he tries to renege or screw you or something, uh -huh. you go record and can foreclose. Yep. So you're protecting yourself. Uh, again, I don't pretend to know all the ins and outs in that, but this is how you win in the environment because some sellers have to sell. Some mm -hmm. sellers have equity. You are trying to, 
you have a Rubik's cube of challenges and you're just trying to play the game to line up. Cause you know, at the end of the day, doubling your money in, I don't know, a four or five month window is it's what you do and what's, it's what you've been doing for decades. So I get it. What do you, what do you think of all that? Oh, it, it's, you just said it. It's a Rubik's cube. You got to figure out that solution. You got to figure it out. And, 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 and if anybody's telling you this, every flipper, every freaking flipper that's out there wants to make a 50, 60% return on their money, 30% return on their money, regardless, right? Money invested, cash on cash return ends up being X, right? But if you borrowed a bunch of private money to flip a house, okay, great. No money out of your pocket in essence, right? So then your, your return is infinite. Well, check this out. None of that money that I'm giving is my money. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just utilizing other people's money to double their money for me. Yeah. And they get a good interest rate. They, they, they're happy. Their money's being used. Right. And guess what? Like I get to take a million bucks, do this across the board in the next 12 months and double that million dollars. It's like going to Vegas and saying, you're going to hit blackjack every single time. Maybe you won't every time, but if you're eight out of t- eight out of 10 times, I'll do that shit all day. A million bucks. Give me 2 million. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this is the, what I'm really taking from this and why I'm so happy you're going to be at the event on the 12th uh, is creativity is how you win. Mm-hmm. Listen 100%. to the big deal about this next coming two years you're going to have to follow up, communicate, talk with the sellers to put together the Rubik's Cube. The last two years, Omar, cash and speed, cash and speed, cash and speed. One call close. Now it's talk, communicate, work, all of that. So, uh, yeah. Where can people find you? Guys, follow me on IG at Invest with Omar. I'm going to be breaking down all these deals. we got a bunch of new content coming. So it's cool. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome.